With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. A 41-year-old man is killed in a collision on West Bay Road early this morning. Police say it happened around 4 a.m. near Safe Haven Drive. A Hyundai Santa Fe and a Honda Civic each with a single occupant collided. The driver of the Honda was trapped in the vehicle, extricated by fire officers, and then taken to the Cayman Islands Hospital, but did not survive. The 24-year-old driver of the Hyundai has been arrested on suspicion of driving under the influence. While he was injured and taken to the hospital, those injuries were not life-threatening and he was released. He is currently on bail as the investigation continues. Last night, four more migrants arrived in Cayman Waters in the BRAC around 11.30 p.m. There were four men on a vessel. The Cayman Islands Customs and Border Control Service says the four disembarked and are being processed in accordance with CBC's established protocols. A history of conservative estimates with regard to annual customs revenue is questioned by MPs in the Public Accounts Committee on Wednesday. They were reviewing the government's progress in addressing several PAC and Auditor General recommendations made over the past few years. Individuals would prefer to exceed their, their budget predictions when it comes to revenues as, as opposed to falling short. It, it may simply be human, um, human nature that, that leads us into that direction. Financial Secretary Kenneth Jefferson admitted that a better forecast of customs revenues would help strengthen decision-making with regard to expenditure, adding that with better coordination between the agency's stakeholders, the use of technology, and a more robustly staffed budget unit, the budgeted revenues should be closer to actual revenues going forward. But consistently, I believe, Mr. Chairman, that governments have, have said we, we want to be conservative in our, in our revenue estimates and we want to abide by those uh, in, in the event that something goes, goes wrong and we're not building you know, a greater level of expenditure than our budgets or than our revenues can, can afford. For example, Mr. Jefferson says for the first four months of 2022, government's actual revenues were approximately $509 million. The budget expectation was about $490 million. So that's revenue exceeding budget by about $20 million. The trend has been, uh, certainly in, in the, the earlier portions of a, of a financial year, of a fiscal year, for revenues to, to exceed uh, our budget expectations. And as the year progresses, we, we find that that positive variance on the revenue side generally tends to fall away. The PAC also heard from the Director of Customs and Border Control and the Chief Officer for the Ministry responsible before wrapping up its hearings on customs. After tackling concerns related to the lack of movement on several recommendations to streamline and improve customs services and oversight in the Cayman Islands, the Public Accounts Committee turned its attention to major capital projects. This Auditor General report was completed in 2017, with 13 recommendations at the time, with one not being accepted by the government. Of the remaining 12, Three have been implemented, one partially, with no movement on the other eight recommendations. With regard to governance, MPs asked the acting head of the Public Works Department, Troy Worms. With regards to governance, MPs asked the acting head of the Public Works Department, Troy Worms, for an update on a governance framework for major capital projects. We have taken the draft roadmap that was being governed by with the major projects section, what we refer to as major projects office at the time, and we're actually developing and executing upon our commitments to the, the Auditor General's office to be able to establish and finalize and update a roadmap that really represents a start to finish end to end process 
to ensure compliance and provide the detailed information that's required to meet that framework itself. So work has been done on the public work side, and we aim to execute and finalize that as promised by June 30th. MP Barbara Conley followed this up by asking if government agencies are clear about their respective roles. Since 2022, we reached out to all government bodies to ensure that they provide us an update to their priority projects um, so that we can look at our resource allocation and prioritize what needs the right support and resources. Since that, we've gotten back a good list and a good spectrum of the projects and we, we have an understanding what is to come and what, what we're working on. PWD has also uploaded a document to the internet that every agency they provide services to must sign to help all involved better understand how the capital project scheme works. For the full Auditor General reports, you can log on to auditorgeneral.gov.ky. We have the latest COVID-19 numbers now, 112 positives reported to public health on Monday, the 23rd of May, 95 for Tuesday, the 24th, and 78 for Wednesday, the 25th. There are now 1,650 estimated active cases of COVID-19 in the islands. 11 people are hospitalized for COVID-19-related causes, and of these, four are unvaccinated. The seven-day rolling average for the 26th of May is 98. The Sister Islands reports nine new cases, leaving the total cases since the beginning of the pandemic to 949. Active cases in the sister islands are currently at 52. A slight dip in local COVID cases. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller has more on the final situational report as the Ministry of Health and Wellness will transition to a weekly newsletter on communicable and non-communicable diseases starting June 1st. In Epidemiological Week 20, which covers May 15th through the 21st, there were 833 new cases of COVID reported by public health. That's 62 less than in the week before, and the first drop in cases since the current wave of infections began in mid-March. More PCR tests were conducted in Epidemiological Week 20 at just under 2,700 versus about 2,085 in Epi Week 19. Five new patients were admitted to the hospital. Only one of them, though, was admitted with COVID-related symptoms. The remaining four were patients admitted for other reasons and found to be positive on routine screening. There have been 284 COVID-19 patients admitted since March 2020. Children's vaccination restarted this week. That's for kids between the ages of 5 and 11, with 12 first doses and 45 second doses administered during one session on May 21st. Looking at the overall picture, public health says while the number of new positive PCR results remain high in Cayman during the current wave, hospital admissions have remained low. Public health says this is due to the epidemiological status of high vaccination, and the country is now compared to the pre-vaccine period in the early stage of the pandemic. As new public health challenges appear in the global community, such as monkeypox, government says it's vital that the country continues to strengthen its local surveillance system and preparedness status while maintaining prevention measures, such as frequent hand washing and mask wearing inside public spaces, which offer protection for more than just COVID-19. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. We welcome the mortal remains of Mr. Arley James Miller, Certificate and Badge of Honor, former restaurant for the District of Wadden a businessman, a politician who was no stranger to the political arena of his day.
Parliament Speaker the Honorable Makiva Bush speaking this morning during the lying in state for vestryman Arlie James A.J. Miller, who passed away on May 9th at the age of 92. Family, friends, current and former members of Parliament, government officials, and members of the public gathered at the House of Parliament to pay their respects to the vestryman, who at the time of his passing was one of the few surviving members of the Assembly of Justices and Vestry, our original legislative body, which transitioned to the Legislative Assembly on July 13, 1959 and is now our House of Parliament. A funeral service will be held tomorrow at 1 p.m. at Savannah United Church, preceded by a viewing at 12 noon. Interment will follow at Pease Bay Cemetery in Bottentown. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's Newsroom. I'm April Cummings.